0: So, don't turn me down, stop that. From LA all the way to the A. Maddie and Cohen got so many things to say. Switching up the topics, quick as that switch up the flow. So, make sure.
1: Boys and girls, how's it going? Uh, My name is Cohen. Ah! Did I scare you? I hope I did because it's Halloween. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 114 of the Daily Degenerate Podcast. My name is Cohen Hughes. I'm your host. And I'm joined with my good buddy, Brad Meacham. We're right here at Meacham, as he likes to say, but I think it's Meacham, really. I think he lies to us. But I'm in his his midtown apartment right now. Uh, We're looking over 16 stories of primo... Atlanta real estate.
0: What's up, ghouls and goblins? Ooh, I like that. Probably mostly goblins. You got no ghouls up yeah, here. Yeah, no.
1: Uh,
0: how y'all doing? Hope you're having a uh, good day, and hope everybody gets boozy tonight.
1: Boozy was the joke that we've been making all day for the next the past two hours. But um, it's Halloween before me and Brad go out and get absolutely shit-faced. What we're going to do is we're going to try to tell you a little bit about sports and, um, in the meantime, make you a little bit of money as well. Um, This is week nine of the NFL, but we have more important fish to fry until we get to the NFL. I like to save the steak for the last part of the episode to trap you into listening to the whole thing instead of just listening to the first 20 minutes and turning it off. So I know how you guys are, so guess what? You're trapped for the next hour. I hope you have fun. Brad, um, I just got back from Biloxi, but we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about, I guess, the most important sports story going on today. Very what, fresh.
0: Very fresh. Very
1: fresh, um, like the fresh powdered snow. It is that the Nationals of Washington, not the state, D.C., are the World Series champions, despite being 12 games under five hundred early in the season and despite being a wild card and despite having absolutely zero home field advantage for any of this playoff run.
0: Got it done. I mean, cards are on the table. Big dicks are out, and they, uh, they swung those big sticks, looked around those big dicks, and got it
1: done. And there were some fucking humongous sticks being swung around in this World Series. One thing that I didn't really expect, and this was the um, kind of storyline for a lot of sharps that I know of and a lot of you know pundits, riders, everything else, is that we know that the Nationals' bats are hot, but the, just it, more than elite pitching staff of the Houston Nationals will shut them down. That could not have been any more untrue. There were several games with seven, eight runs scored by both teams. Here, let, let's let's see if we can pull it up. Um, nine runs in the first game. Fifteen runs in the second. Good pitching matchup in the third game. Four to one. Nine runs in the in the fourth game. Eight runs in the fifth game. Nine runs in the sixth. Eight runs in the seventh. We're in, in a series that featured Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin against Cole, Verlander and Greenkey, you would think that you would see a whole lot more 1-0, 2-0, 2-3 type score lines. But no, the bats were hot in the series.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the Nationals ended the regular season with one of the best couple months going in. That's They were the hottest team pretty much. You know, and they just kind of rolled that into it, you know. And I remember us, way, you know, a month and a half ago talking about the Nationals potentially upsetting the Dodgers. Because of their one and two, mm-hmm. Strasburg and Scherzer. And granted, in the first couple games of the series, like they won, you know, but they weren't dimes. But no. go back, look at game six, Strasburg goes eight innings of fucking just lights out shit, mm-hmm. you know, and when the balls are on the table, you know, they got it done, you know. And I think one thing I noticed from this series was these scores at the end look lopsided, but if you watch some of the games,
1: you really like one or two. It shooting. was runs in the eighth inning that really put a team out of it. Like they they were competitive games for seven eight innings for almost all seven of these games.
0: Yeah, and you know like if you took out like one bad inning, you know, then you'd be a two one game or a two two game. But whether you know like last night, you know, you have Grinky pitching a two hit two hit thing, seventy five pitches, you pull him out, and then boom. Three more runs right there, and you know Nationals tacked on a couple more. But you knew
1: after when they were up four two that uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much over. Even though um, the Nationals were widely regarded as to having a bottom two bullpen in the MLB, the bullpen really wasn't that bad for them in the World Series and this whole playoff run in, in particular. Really, um, I know game four they weren't they weren't great. I know it was a one one or two run um Corbin start until about the fifth or sixth inning and then and then kind of the wheels kind of fell off the bus but um I I I guess a lot of the baseball old heads and and the guys who love the game as much as we do call it timely hitting hits with two outs Mm -hmm. hits with runners in scoring position bunting over Trey Turner stealing bases we know because we're getting the free taco in uh, two weeks or whatever but that was a really good series in my opinion and it, it it hurts a little bit to know that the team that finished second to us in our division was able to win the World Series and run the table like they were, and we got put out by the team that they swept. Yeah, um, that's a little embarrassing. I know series are different, and you know scenarios kind of change as the games go on, but that was a, in my opinion, that was a really good World Series.
0: No, I, I enjoyed it, and you know, kind of going back to what you said with timely hitting and things like that. You look at Game Seven. Houston Astros were 0 for 10, 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position. Game seven, you got yeah you know, the whole season. You guys, are, you you have 100 plus wins on the regular season. 106
1: you wins, and and then you guys show us that.
0: You gotta you gotta get those guys over, and you know didn't happen. And Grinky pitched great, helped them, kept them in it. They, my opinion, they pulled them too early. Me too. But you know, hey, what can you do? You gotta you gotta get those runs across. And The fact that that more so is what what doomed them.
1: Um, there is absolutely no way against a combination of Scherzer and Corbin pitching for the Nationals that you're going to be able to score two runs and win the game. Yeah. The Nationals, um, and this was this was their identity before this playoff run is that they could score runs in bunches, timely hitting, their pitching on the back end may not be great, and their fourth and fifth starters may not be great. But um, what I will say, and something that something that people pr- probably will forget very soon, um, and and I'll never just because of how crazy it was, was Anibal Sanchez's almost no-hitter. That was in a swing game. It wasn't the World Series. It was the NLCS against the Dodgers, correct, game four?
0: Yeah, I
1: think so. In Chavez Ravine, pitched a near no-hitter, pitched an almost perfect start. It was, it was great, and that's what they really needed to carry them to the front end of the bullpen instead of having to... Rely on Annabal and he let you down like that, you know, like that, that which what is what we all expected.
0: Well, and you know, going into the playoffs, you you know about Scherzer, you know about Strasburg, but it was Corbin and Sanchez. I remember you and I were talking in the, you know, with that game three. It's like, you know, when you know, it's like you're putting Sanchez. That's like giving up a giving up a loss.
1: Yeah, it is. I I, I I'll go on record as to say that. I said that that was a. I didn't say the word pussy move. I, I, I think I said the word loser move. That's you, a loser you, move you, trotting him out there. and playing
0: it's, to it, go to the next And I was wrong.
1: And and, 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 and I, I, I was I was more than wrong. Annabelle Sanchez proved me wrong, and honestly, this is one that I'm kind of glad to swallow.
0: But hey, you know, hey, like the thing is, is you play 162 games, there's a lot of up and downs, but it just matters right here. And... I think the the real story is is the uh, the curse of the tits. Is that going to come back to hunt the Astros?
1: Yep, that was awesome though. By the way, oh my god, I love that. <laughs> that was so cool. Like, and how close they were able to get to the camera. Like, it was in the I, frame. Like, Garrett, Garrett Cole had to call a timeout to like.
0: Dude,
1: I, like I, he called time to kind of like. I would,
0: I would, dude. I took a glimpse of those warlocks. Like, those are great. Yeah, I mean, two
1: hot girls with four great, great titties. I I love to see it. Uh, I'm not even sure, like, what company name they're with or – because it was a promotion for some company, but
0: – Yeah, it's uh, – I think it was, like, Shag Mac or something like that. It promotes breast cancer awareness. You know, good for them. I mean, they're rolling well, the – That's a good cause the, the social media thing and, you know, you go check out. They're, I mean, they're fucking gorgeous, but yeah. – Hey, you know. Which they do have
1: an indefinite ban from any MLB stadium or facility, so. I'll sneak it, in.
0: I'll let it I, I, I was about to
1: say, I don't even know how you enforce that. You I'll, know, I'll let like, it my Like, shit,
0: we let people walk in with our extra tickets from in we go all the time. Dude, so. Dude, and, and Dave
1: Portnoy went to the fucking Super Bowl when, when he was already kicked out once, like, from the same game. Like, he put on a mustache or something and walked right back in. It's like, how do you enforce that? Like, the only reason they caught him is because it was Dave fucking Portnoy. He's probably yelling and screaming about clam chowder and apples and shit, you know, like.
0: All I'm saying if I'm a gatekeeper and this girl walks up and is going to show me her titties if I let her in. Yes, sir. So walk right in. Here's
1: your stamp in this.
0: Get in. Let
1: so Patrick Corbin, to me, was one of the unsung heroes, like you said, of this World Series. Um, he did a lot of his work out of relief. He only got one start but did go ten innings. Um, was near perfect in, in in his three innings of relief last night. Looked really good. Yeah. Um, had a three twenty five ERA in the regular season, which was lowest on on, on that staff. So I can't say that we're surprised, but I think that Strasburg pinching in for relief in that game five, like he did, was was really clutch. And I think Corbin coming in relief two times in the World Series was was really big. Uh,
0: Managerial wise, I think I think
1: uh, they did a good job. I'll, I'll apologize for every bad word that I said about Davey Martinez. Um, to me, he was a dead man walking. Especially when he had that heart attack, I was like, eh, you know, let's kind of, Literally it, the- yeah, yeah, no." <laughs> like he, he he is a dead man. More like send him to the rafters. But no, he he pulled some shit out of his hat that was really good. Um, the lineup that he threw out there just didn't scare you at all, you know. But but these are just grindy baseball players that just yeah, they I mean, didn't they didn't listen to the narratives that we've listened to. They were on a mission and. To be honest with you, this is not one of those things where you say, "Oh, well, the Astros played like the better team," but they lost the games. No, the Nationals outplayed them. I think pretty handedly. No, oh,
0: and that's they. I mean, they got done what needed to get done. They won they one, uh, won
1: all four road games. Road oh, Warriors,
0: White Lightning. You know, and kind of circling back here, you know, you kind of brought up the Braves a little bit and how frustrating it is, and you just kind of wonder that last that last two weeks of the season with Acuna getting injured and Freeman kind of going in and out. Did that kind of dragging your heels and you know this is all every single postseason you get this kind of narrative like you know is it better to go in rest your players and things like that and you know once again you see this hot team that comes in and just kind of keeps keeps that vibe keeps that energy rolling and you know you hate to you know ifs ands or buts you always look and wonder but you wonder if that had how much that had to do with it you know i think it had to do a
1: lot like even though if this is a simulation in a vacuum I would have probably done the same thing that Snicker did and, you know, rest oh, a yeah. two-star player uh-huh. you know, because, because they're playing hurt, you know, shit like that. But look at how it turned out for a team that didn't and just, look, your, your, your break is after the playoffs, okay? Like, just give me two more weeks. Just give me two more weeks, you know, like give me ten more games, you know, do, 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 just, just. – and that is like why I think Davey Martinez had success in this playoff because he's a younger guy. He is more apt to get his guys motivated and in focus than a lifer in baseball like Brian Snicker or maybe even like a Joe Madden would.
0: I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you know managerialing, managerialing, however you fucking say it now. Um, man, Managing. <laughs> Being a manager um, yeah. a lot more now is, is dealing with egos and dealing and trying mm-hmm. to keep that energy and kind of keeping the players where they're at. And, you know, we'll never know how bad Freddie Freeman's Bone or, spurs. Bone spurs. You know, like I know how, those can be a bitch. I don't know how bad Acuna's groin was yep. or hip flexor. It's the same thing, guys. Um, I don't know how bad that was because those can be. Like I've seen people take three to four weeks to recover from a, yep. like, hip flexor injury. You know, you don't. You'll never. You'll never be able to get inside the out, and know how bad those are. And for rehabbing injuries and keeping them rest, like that was smart. But it's Bad timing. Wish it would have happened at the beginning of the season. I was about to say, if that would have
1: happened in, in, in the middle of the season, we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah. because because they would have gotten there three weeks to, yep. to, to, to sit and in bed and not, not be on the road cared. trip. and Nobody would have said
0: anything. Nope. Yep.
1: So Bad but, timing.
0: You know it happens? Moving on to next season. Um, congrats to the Nationals. Um Bryce Harper called it. I mean, maybe we should he ask did. him what he did. He uh, did. What, uh, what team's going to win the World Series next. That's what year. I put.
1: <laughs> I, I, I put this on the Instagram last night at TBD Pod, but the 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 little screenshot of the quote where Harper didn't know that he was forgot that he was being introduced yeah. to to a new team. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to bring a title back here to DC. Uh, I mean Philly. You know, For like
0: Bryce, you brought a title back to DC, even though
1: you're not there. MVP. Every World TV. Series MVP. Is Bryce will Harper. Give it to him. I will. Um, the MVP of this series went to Steven Strasburg, had a 4-0 record in the playoffs, and, um, handily won almost all of his starts. I I I think he had one no decision to where he let up two or three runs. Dominated
0: game six when they
1: needed him to. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, me and you kind of were debating in the bullpen about, we may not give it to Strasburg. We may not throw the MVP his way.
0: I'm okay with it happening. I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, your Super Bowl MVP, most of the time it's going to go to a quarterback mm-hmm. unless you have a Peyton Manning type. team. Or, like, even Peyton Manning won it, didn't he? Yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, he's the main guy. Like, he's going to do a decent job. I and mean, Nobody else has, like, an, an amazing, outstanding team. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, and, you know, kind of going into these stats that we're looking at, you had guys that were awesome and doing it consistently. But there were, like, three or four of them. Mm-hmm. So when you, I think when you have these, like, if... One position player, I think, just balled out. All the other ones did okay. I think it might have gone them.
1: But or, but but then it, it's Rendon fighting um, Soto and
0: yeah, Zimmerman yeah. and Eaton. Yeah yeah. And so you know, I think I, it was a safe choice. It was, I I don't think it was a wrong choice, but I think there are other guys. And you know, how close was it? We'll never know. But I just I mean, we were talking about. Uh, Adam Eaton in the seventh inning or later in elimination games he,
1: he had, uh, did not get out once he had I I think eight at bats or whatever it was it was walk double double walk home run double home run home run yeah
0: like that's probably, uh, that's fairy tale <laughs> shit
1: is 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 what that is that's that's you're in your backyard as a kid hitting your wiffle ball in game seven of the World Series. But he actually just did it in real life against the fucking Houston Astros. He's
0: he's not seeing a uh, baseball out there. He's
1: seeing a fucking basketball. No, he
0: was seeing a beach ball. Like it, and then uh, one other thing I loved too. I don't know if you caught it. Was the Howie Kendrick when they got the go-ahead homer run that celebration? The the, the, the stick shift oh, right out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that was cool. That was awesome.
1: Who was with him? Was it Trey Turner that was with him? It was, I think so. Yeah, hey, it was him or like Michael Taylor. I, I saw it was like a small like dude who was like quick and real squirrely. But
0: did uh, what what was your thoughts on that uh that call on game? Game seven, game six or game seven with the guy with Trey Turner running out first base, um, and they they said he was blocking. Yeah, they said he was out because he was blocking the preventing the first baseman from catching the ball.
1: Um, I disagree with with the call that was made on the field, and I think that it was absolutely asinine that even though they went to review, they didn't overturn it. Um, One thing that I would like to see changed in baseball, and this is kind of me being you know like real nitpicky, but I would like to see them go to, like, a like a softball safety base with two bases, one for the first baseman, one for the runner. That way we don't have this kind of stuff happen, like, because th- this is how guys get hurt. Yeah. This is how guys get collided into trying to field a ground ball and try to field the throw from second. This is how runners have to pull up, and it may prevent them from being safe. I would like to see the double safety pussy bags is what is, is what guys in slow pit softball call them, but some fields have them, some don't. I would like to see those adopted, and then they'll be. And also, it would give the umpire a bigger plane to make the call because it's your your. It sounds kind of counterintuitive, but you're making a call against two plates, but you can see you can rationalize it to yourself. Okay, white plate safe, white plate orange plate safe. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got two,
0: two different points of reference. Yes. I think the one thing too is if Trey Turner was left uh, batting left-handed. He's, been, he's fine. Yeah, he's, yeah, he was more than fine. Is, but because he's right-handed and has to cross the back. There's two extra you steps. You know, and that's – it's just like – it's unfortunate. Like, granted, things worked out. They hit the home run, yep. which, you know, kind of made it. But, which is after
1: Dave Martinez got tossed. Oh, It yeah. sucks that your manager got tossed. Uh, Defending you. Expenses. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, you know, I mean, if he didn't hit the home run of the Astros one, like
1: – That would have been a humongous storyline.
0: Oh, yeah. And so – Thankfully, the baseball gods looking down realize that, but it's unfortunate
1: that fucking umpires, refs are fucking up left. Yeah, um, like I've said on this podcast a million times, I can't wait for the robo refs. They can't come soon enough. Like I'm just not even, it's 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 not even a foregone thought in my mind anymore. They are coming, and I can't wait till they do. So, congrats to the Washington Nationals. They are your 2019 World Series champions. Give them a clap. Give them a slow draw of your cigarette give them – pour one out for the homies. Um, This is probably Howie Kendrick's last year, unless he comes back on the most minimum deal next year, which I really don't see. Go out on top, you know, go out on on your high horse. But um, looking forward to next year, we're not even going to speculate on these, but just putting it out there. Garrett Cole will probably not be a member of the Houston Astros. He had a really cryptic interview after the game that says, I'm not an employee of the team. I'm just a representative of myself. And we'll see what happens. I'm thinking one of the L.A. teams, uh, Dodgers or Angels – Um, sweep them up up and just kind of make that next run you know like and the angels have a lot of momentum because they got mad and they're they're trying to revamp the system so they're gonna be players but um
0: well you know i mean the one thing for washington dc is you know you won your World series and hey you gotta deal with the wizards and more importantly the the Redskins. redskins so sorry good luck with that like, hey, enjoy this. Just keep drinking throughout the next two months. Because, because you're going to need it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So, as you guys know, I just returned from a very small town in um, southern Mississippi, about 90 miles outside of New Orleans, called Biloxi. It is um, a casino town. Mississippi has the laws where you can't have a casino as long as it's surrounded by water, which is kind of how they get around the loophole. They build like a boat-type base around it, and that's how it's on the water. But I was there Thursday and came back this this Sunday after I watched the noon games over there, 1 o'clock slate for us on the East. And um, I I had a really good time, so I'll just kind of give a little 10-minute quick blur about my my time in Mississippi. It was about a seven-hour drive from Atlanta. It should be about five and a half, but there was a lot of traffic going there. Um, I was pretty pissed, but... One positive thing is that I had time to listen to a lot of other podcasts, like the Deep Dive. Uh, I'm trying to get the White Whale one. I don't know the name of the guys on that one, but that one's pretty good. Um, they were the most. They were all pretty much centered on. First, they would talk about Thursday game, and they would get into their, their picks, and later on in the in, in the weekend. And one thing that was really telling to me is that none of these guys really wanted to play the points on Thursday night. So me being me, of course, what I did was I rolled into Biloxi, put my bags in my room, went down to the book, put my um, put my thinking cap on. I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I ended up taking putting, I think, $150 in the machine and a little kiosk so I do have to go up to the desk, introvert you win. And I picked um, Washington plus 16 and a half, and then the under at 42-and-a-half because it was, A, rainy, and B, Thursday night games are so, you know, like, and eh, whatever, like short weeks, just get, get in there and win and get out. You know, like nobody cares about running at the score. Um, it was never in doubt. Both of them hit easily. So I ended up getting paid that night. Felt pretty good. Um, another family member of mine who doesn't know about sports gambling just gave me a $100 bill and told me, go do what you did. So that's exactly what I did. I put him in into his, his We were in a good mood. <coughs> Excuse me. Stayed up, drank, celebrated, probably blew my winnings that night. Not going to lie to you because the drinks are free at the casinos. All you got to do is just be playing something. So, you know, you go put money in the little tabletop poker machine at the bar and then <laughs> you, know, you burn through that in about an hour, but you were able to get drinks through that hour, but you also gotta have to tip the bartender. So, whatever. Friday, um, played, I think, oh, okay, so I played an NBA parlay. Um, I usually don't do five-teamers, but I was feeling kind of froggy and what you know? Just my fucking luck. Um, four out of the five teams won. The first four won, and then the Pelicans let me down. Um, they were favored to win that game against, I think, the Mavericks. I think is what it was. I think it was a Friday night game on TNT. It was a seven thirty game because the Jazz and Lakers had the ten thirty game, and um, I think I, I think I had the Bulls, Celtics, um, Grizzlies, and then somebody else. And then all four of those teams won. I was set up, I think it was like 25 to win, like, almost close to 300. It was it was, it was nuts, though. But lost that by one game. Can't be mad. Ended up taking, uh, I think the Jazz were like minus one and a half or plus one and a half. It was almost a pick between them and the Lakers. And the Lakers pretty much blew us out of the water. It wasn't as close as the nine-point nine, nine scoreline entailed. That was all trash time with our bench players just trying to score something. But, um Friday night wasn't all that great to me. I would hit like two other like NBA you know just kind of point spreads that were that were pretty lucky. I mean I mean, I mean they were close to even money. It wasn't like I was taking you know Lakers money line you know or you know Clippers money line over the fucking Magic. But I mean they were. I ended up hitting two of those, so I, I pretty much broke even that night. Um,
0: but. Well, before, before what, so going into that sports book, like, well, because this is your first sports book, First
1: first time ever gambling in person. Now, like, you
0: didn't go to, okay, did you ever go to the actual site and talk to the person?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I have to, to uh, to collect money, you could do that. I didn't want to hit the kiosk to collect money. It's more satisfying to have some, some, some a employee handing you $200. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Uh huh. Yeah, (laughs) baby. And then they and they trick you to ask you, so do you want to rebet this or do you just want the cash? And you say cash every time. Yeah. If you want to rebet it, go do it oh, yourself. Oh, yeah. But don't don't just break <laughs> even up there and yeah, hell yeah, put it on the, the Broncos. I don't you know, no, no don't do that. Yeah, so so feel very high got to walk up there on Thursday. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then feeling super hot actually. I was good, dude. I was feeling because like I had called this and like during the game, like my whole family was like sitting with me because like, they want to know how this kind of shit works. Because, like, I've been, like, you know, fiending over, like, a Thanksgiving game. Like, while I'm at the house, and yeah. I'm like, like, I'm Bavada. And then, you know, like, I, that's one thing. Because this isn't even, like, real money. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, a yeah. point system on, on your in your head. it's a, But whenever I have the cash that I have to take home to get gas home with, and then I'm over here fiending about, okay, 42 and a half, 42 and a half. They wanted to know how that kind of shit worked. And they were like, God Almighty, you are a degenerate. it's I was cheering for every tackle. Yeah. Like, every turnover was, was great. Like, it was.
0: It, it's a completely different experience. It is. It is.
1: It is. And especially because you deal with cold hard cash. Yep. It's yep. not like that you're dealing with. Oh, it says I have seventy five dollars on Bovado. Ooh. I
0: deposited it in my Bitcoin. And it's in the nether, you, and I'll probably it, never get it back.
1: You, you know. You lose the immersion of that's. This is actually your money. You think mm-hmm. this is just a number on a screen. Yep. But when you deal with that cash, it you you it feels more way more real, and okay. it is it is more real. But it feels like the the very most pure form of gambling because like this is all regulated. Yep. You know, like 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 uh-huh. it, the ticket, they scan it and it gives you money. There's no bitching and moaning about it. You know, like like, like you are not have to go to Bavada t- customer support because they deleted your line because you accidentally got yep. Minnesota at minus two instead of minus twenty. You know, mm-hmm. like like there's there's nobody that is yeah. trying to screw you out. Like it's so nice yep. to not have to worry about shit like that. Oh no, yeah. So Thursday you good. Friday you did. Okay, okay. okay. I had man. I had a few. Saturday night I ended up going because I was I was pretty drunk. Um, Friday night. That's usually what happens. Yeah, um, I was on the sauce pretty hard that night, and then I ended up going to, to the machine, because I asked the guy what time the machines closed, he said the machines closed at 1, we close at midnight, which is kind of dumb, because Vegas, they're open all fucking day and night, but, you know, this is City, so not Vegas. Um, so about 12.30, I'm kind of meandering around, hit a few slot machines, been playing a little bit of poker, some roulette, and I'm kind of like, eh, hey, let me go ahead and lock these bets in for tomorrow's college football. So I don't have to, you know, wake up super early before my golf tournament that I was actually playing in, and and and, and then do that. So I went and printed off nine, ten tickets. Like, I ended up taking LSU minus ten and a half, which didn't hit, and then two lane money line didn't hit, but the two lane plus three and a half um, at Navy, that one hit. Um, I got a few. I, Iowa State and Iowa, I think both of those hit. Dude, like 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 I was, I was like. Seven and three okay. on the on on this college base. I was I was somewhere around that. I ended up doing pretty good. Uh-huh. I I'd forgotten who I had. Yeah. Because because I <laughs> I, left, I, I left <laughs> I left the tickets in my room before I went and played golf. I was like like yeah, my dad that, asked me. That may
0: be a good thing though because were say, I, like, well, I, mean, I, right.
1: I bet my bets and and and, and 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 me and my dad were talking on the ride up there. We were like. Do you, do you like that better? I was like, honestly, no, because I'm like a control, for, I like being controlled, control, but it's probably better for me that yeah. I don't have, so I'm not I mean, sitting here checking yeah, my phone he, every five minutes for a tackle update.
0: Knowing you, you would have been on your phone on looking at those tickets mm-hmm. the whole time. And, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you put your money in and you let the cards play out. It was, you know, it, there's nothing you can do. And it do. was,
1: that was nice too. I was, I was able to do both sides of that coin. You yeah. know, have some passive money waiting for me. Yeah. And, then, and, and then it was cool because I went back to the room. Um, I had to rush back to the room I was like let me go see who I fucking have before I know it am I can leave y'all later <laughs> so, so I, I ran back to the room and I was like looking through them and I was like on my, on my phone I was like oh hit, hit, hit all right, hit. all right." and then the, the LSU game that I lost wasn't even on yet like, that was like a 2.30 start time so yeah. like I got back to the room right at that time and it wasn't even on yet so I was like damn like, I'm like good pretty good. i I'm like right now yeah and, um, and- I, 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 I had one more I think at night I think it was the Washington State cover Okay. Which was which was pretty good. Um, and then comes Sunday. And then comes Sunday. <laughs> so to give you a little bit of background, uh, we get back Saturday. I go and grab me a bite to eat because I'm mega hungry and my parents can kind of, you know, do, do their own thing. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, like, damn, I got like four hours to sleep. Let me go take a nap and do, do my thing. And... Um, I did. They hit me up around 7 or 8 o'clock, like, yo, you trying to go eat before we go to this concert? And I was like, Psh, what concert? They went to some, I don't know who Clint Black is, it's like some one-hit wonder country guy type, type gang, but they go to his concert, so I go to the sports book and put in, that was the night I had jazz, or, 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 or no, that was the night I had jazz kings. And it was minus nine and a half, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of scared, but you know, I'm a fan, I'll... I'll. know, the Queens? The, the Queens because we beat this we beat them bitches <laughs> by thirty. It was it, never in doubt from the first quarter on. Gus, sorry that your team sucks, dog. Like go ahead and fire Duke Walton. He's this is not it. And then so we kinda of ran out the night being up like
0: three or four hundred bucks. And
1: and this is this is plus me still like tipping bartenders, putting shit in the slot machine. This is me still paying for drinks at the Beau Revised, where we went for an hour to go just to see how the other yeah. casino was like this is me living also, like while like, like while I'm there. So like I was feeling pretty good about myself. Stayed up really late <laughs> with my dad, like 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 no shit, like he's gonna kill me for putting this on the air if he's listening. But we stayed up till about four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, just, just saucing it up at those little video poker. That's, that's what you're supposed
0: to do, man. The, the,
1: the, the casinos stay open all all night. All night. Yeah. Like look, you can get uh, fucking rum and coke from. 1 a.m. to the next day at 1 a.m.?
0: No no windows. You just... You, you no windows, outside, no
1: clocks. You just, just sit there and watch TVs and play video poker and just have a grand old time. Yeah. So... Just keep them pouring. Keep them flowing. Keep them flowing. That way I, I I can't feel the pain. Sunday morning was not the greatest. I had about two hours of sleep, probably, because I went back to my room drunk and I realized I didn't do my Daily Degenerate podcast week eight pick-ems. <laughs> so I had that. I, I had to, did also didn't set my fantasy lineup for Gus's league um, I had to, had to do those before I went to bed at 6am <laughs> woke up at about 9 or 10 you know um, i called the front desk and asked for like an extra hour on late checkout that way I could you know get my shit together and not be rushed to get out the door and you know, grab my car from the valet and put all my shit in there, and then went back into the sports book because because my parents left. I was going to stay until the one o'clock games were over. You know, like yeah, yeah. Just kind of watch the first. I wasn't going to stay till eight because that means I wouldn't get back to Georgia until about seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Because I'm not. That's that, that. That I'd be shitty. Yeah. And noon. You know, it's about eleven o'clock. I'm I'm hitting up Pinwind. I'm hitting up you know all the little sites that I go on. And I didn't play all his picks because that's just a swagger, Jack. You know, I played the picks that I wanted to play. But I got absolutely thrown through the ringer on Sunday. I'm talking – I put $250 in that machine. I I, I won, I think, two bets. Took Let out. me see. I, I think I have a. Took all the money back. God almighty, dude. Like, they say that the house always wins, and that's what they mean. Like, you're feeling good. Like, yeah, I'm a sharp. Yeah, I'm, I'm going in there. I'm, I'm flying high. They just can't beat me. Oh, they they found a way they they teased me is what they did they they they, they thought they thought I was maybe think I thought I was doing good Lived you up before they fucked you in the ass oh my god this might as well fuck you in on Thursday night just 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 making me discouraged for the rest of the week I ended up having Carolina minus five and a half and eh. Bills plus one and a half and eh. Bucks plus one and a half and eh. Cards plus twelve and a half which was a dumb bet cause The breeze came back but I'm an idiot and eh. Jets plus seven and eh. that one should have hit though there was too many turnovers in the Jets game. Yeah. Chargers Moneyline which I actually hit on Um, New York Giants plus 7 which I actually hit on it too so that's 2 to 6 right now I think and then Colts minus 5 and hey you had fun though oh 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 I I had loads of fun I drank drank enough alcohol to fucking give myself diabetes Um, I I ate enough food to gain 10 pounds since, since I got back the driving stuff, the ride back, I was I was close to being miserable. Like, I was, like, almost sleep driving. Like, I was, like, hallucinating. Like, I would hear, like, shit behind me. Like, yep. like, like the auditory hallucinations, like, where you're, like, wait, is that a cop? And then, and then there's no lights or anything, but you hear the sight. Like, uh, there. Yeah, so, like, I was on, like, two hours of sleep. Like, I didn't have a drop of drink on Sunday because I knew if I did, I would fall asleep on that yeah. on that ride home. Like, even if it was, like, one beer, like, I just get too comfortable. Like, I went and ate at a sports bar. Um... Watch some of the games. I, I got so frustrated that the Falcons were playing so bad, so I just got up and went and played the slots. I ended up, hitting, I went into, <laughs> hit, I went into um, hitting sixty dollars or seventy dollars on a penny slot machine before I left. So yeah. that was a, a good consolation prize. Like, I swear the camera was on me, and and, and the guy was like, "Okay, dude, we'd be take we we took like two hundred fifty bucks from you today. Like, let give, it hit, him, yes, let yes, it yes. hit the fucking penny slot give machine. It give it, give me, give me, give, give, give me some pennies." Um, went and cashed that out. Went and watched the last little bit of what I could salvage to even watch. Falcons uh, made it a game at the end, but it was the, that, the score line wasn't that close. Oh no,
0: you had a good time. Good warm up though. Like nice Virgin breaking your breaking your cherry in a sports book. Oh, my cherry got splattered. Now, now just wait till you go to Vegas and you get like I saw. I saw. I don't know if you like fault put it on the TDD pod, but I checked out your your socials. Like it was an okay sports book. But yeah, you got, yeah. You, you it, was,
1: it, was, it was nice, but you, it wasn't big.
0: You got you go to Vegas, and you got a wall just yeah.
1: see the floor to see the Yeah, so with, t- with, with TVs and – We'll and
0: we'll, we'll, uh, we'll break that real cherry next. This, is a warm up. You this, know, this you, was a good warm-up. This was a good warm-up. You warm were up. able to kind of walk in, kind of talk to a Get them. my feet
1: wet, you know, kind of see how everything went. Because I was kind of nervous about well, I, like, I, I going remember. up to the desk and being like, yo, like, I want to play this. And then she's like, no, idiot, you can't play – got to give me the number of the team. But I had to look up videos on YouTube on the ride down there, like, well, how do I do this? And <laughs> and, because I'm, I'm real anxious about shit like that you know like, no, yeah, no, I, no, I, I, I don't want to be in the way you know, I like. remember
0: my first actual sports bill at Green Valley Ranch in Vegas in Henderson you know it was just like I actually went up because they had a little thing and they're like, like, it was like some paper and they're like no this is actually our pick five contest like you have to mm-hmm. and I was like no I don't really want that I just, I just want, want the, the game. games just, and they're like okay so you need to fill out this, And I had to get a whole fucking different card yep. mm-hmm. and I was just like god damn it like fuck this up I should just leave and I ended up not like had a good time, but it's 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 a different experience in a in a social you know electronically driven world, especially in gambling. You know, it's the paper is satisfying. It's a cool feeling, especially sitting down watching that having game, a ticket in having your having hand, having that ticket in, in your hand. And, and like it was, like it was
1: weird to me, like because um on Thursday night those two pieces of paper were worth two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I was sitting here, I was like, dude, these little receipt papers are worth two hundred dollars, and I had to, I had to tell my um, my family member, I was like, yo. You lose that ticket; they're not going to print you a new one. You know, like yeah. you better you better save that ticket. Now,
0: just think about those people that put like a thousand dollars on a season long bet, like a, and they have to hold on
1: to it. Yeah. like like going and, and put in your fucking jewelry box like, or something. I can not even
0: like. control. Like I can barely find my keys every morning. <laughs> I, I thought I
1: I thought I had lost one of my college ones. Like I was digging around. Like, like, like oh my god, pockets, 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 and then it was like next to me in the booth. And like, I I should have lost like if I would have got up. Yep. But
0: it's a it's a very. Uh, yeah, from a like adrenaline standpoint, it's a
1: completely different thing. It is, and, it uh, is.
0: It's cool that you got to experience that uh, for the first time. And I'm sure you're
1: probably to camp. We're, we'll get to Vegas next year. Yeah, we will. And um, I, I, I'm gonna want to go to Bloxy again, like in between th- then and now, because there's sports, but like you said, like it wasn't bad. It was, it was nice. It wasn't very packed. The casino itself is more like an older crowd, like kind of retiree, snowbird type oh, yeah. deal. Most
0: most most of your non like surfaces. Vegas
1: casinos, yeah. Um, and this was, I think, the second nicest casino in in Biloxi. I think the Beau Rivage is first, which we went and took a trip there, and that place is too nice for me. I lost yeah. about a hundred dollars in, in like five minutes. Yeah, well, Put okay. fifty in the slot machine, and then I found one table that could let me bet fifty bucks on, on roulette, yeah. and I, I got like two turns, and fuck, kicked me off. Yep. Yeah. Um, lost about $100 in about 5 minutes $20 drinks like shit was fucking nuts. nutso dude like they make a killing off that place but um, it, there was there was not as much as that, that like jersey wearing sport fam that you would see in Vegas like yeah. came down like, on vacation these are degenerates that live in the area and well, that, that, that drive up yep. from you know Gulfport or from Birmingham or from you know whatever have you just to hit all the games like they're they're they don't have a loyalty. They're just cheering for whatever fucking that paper says, you yep. know, like, which is cool to me, which I, I, I had an idea that that market was out there, but I didn't know how, like, how, like, that casino was mostly locals to you, me.
0: You definitely, like, and even, like, Vegas, like, you have Strip, and then you have local casinos out of Vegas, and mm-hmm. every, like, like, you'll get your, your, all your local casinos are going to be just ride-taking people, but,
1: yeah.
0: you know, speaking, like, you know, last week was rough for you. Yeah. Um. Let's, uh, let's figure out this week, and so just so you guys know, don't listen to any Cone's bets, because he did really shitty on uh, pickle last week.
1: <laughs> yes. Ooh. God almighty. Called,
0: called you out, sorry. Man. Yeah. I did shitty too, so we're, we're all good, but let's, yeah. uh, let's get into this week, though.
1: Like me and you say every week, we're not Sharps. We are guys. No, we were guys who use the information in our limited capacity that we can use. We,
0: we bet to have fun. We got we got these games going. It gives us something to go. And hey, if we win. I'll tell you what kind
1: of bet that I like. Like I like like me and you going to Dixie Tavern and like getting like super fucked up. You know like you're in your Uber going home and you know like I'm I'm in mind going home. And then I log on my phone. I'm like, oh damn, it's only one thirty. Hell yeah, I still got like an hour and a half until I really have to go to bed. You know until I really have to wake up in the morning. And um, I like seeing, like, Filipino basketball. I, I like seeing those, like, FC, and I like cheering for them because I, I just threw a 20 spot down on them, you know. Like, I like having, like, a little bit of, like, I, I, I don't like betting on my own teams. I think it's I, – I don't stay away from it as much as, like, Penland does or, like, other, like, famous sharps. That's probably, like, their, like, their number one rule. Don't bet on or against your own team. Don't be
0: emotional. Don't be emotional, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I like doing it. I like putting, you know, like I didn't bet on the Falcons because it's a lost cause issue already. I, I bet um, on the Braves. We've
0: been on the Braves a lot. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, especially the ones that we went to the games.
1: You know, it's like... It, 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 it captures your attention by 30 or 40 more percent. Like, you're, yeah. like, like, now you have something, not just your reputation on saying that they won or not just your happiness on whether they win or they lose, but you actually can get paid if they win. You know, like, you got paid for going to the Braves game. You know, like... Just, just like week one for the Falcons, like I got emotional and I bet against them, against the Vikings, and it was a lock. Obviously, it was a hundred percent a lock. But I was like, dude, I, bet I
0: against I, the Falcons is pretty much a lock
1: this whole season. Yeah, it has been, yeah. But I was like, dude, like I just got paid to watch this Falcons game. Like I was gonna do this anyway, you know. Like you just get money for doing it, and the, and the money really isn't why I do it. Of course, the money's great. Everyone loves having money, but that's not my intention. You know, I like being interested in the Bears Minnesota game because I have a little bit of stake in it. It's
0: amazing how much five, 10, 20 bucks makes you pay more, care attention. a lot more.
1: Yeah, no, and and, and and I'm like that too. I'm not like mattress Mac. I'm not going out and putting two billion dollars on, on the Astros to win Game Three. You know, like like Man. if I had
0: that money, I'd spend it on cocaine.
1: No, huh? oh, uh, one more thing, and, and Biloxi. Um, the one time that Schedule poker has actually paid off for me is whenever the Nats went up two nothing, and then Thursday night or Friday night, whichever one it was, came 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 to Washington, and I, I said, "Dude, put everything in your bank account on Houston Astros money line yeah. because no way that they're gonna lose three in a row. No even if they lose this year, even if they lose in five, there's no way they're gonna lose three in a row. Like that's just not a thing." And my mom was like, "Oh no, the Nationals are a better team. Like, and my, my mom called it. She said the Nationals were going to win. Just I think because they're from our division. But um, game games three and four, I said bet everything that you have on Washington or, or on on, Houston. on on Houston Astros, and, and they both right. came through. So th- those were two more that I hit. But overall, really fun weekend. Good. I'm, I, this is one of those things that you can't go to every weekend like some of those locals do because
0: I can't do it you, because <laughs> I don't have
1: enough self control. No. And um, it's also a very reckless lifestyle. Like, I had as many drinks as I am, bet dollars. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Oh, like,
0: it's a, they come in and out. Yeah. Well, I was glad you had a good time. I and did, awesome on, time. You know, it's a, it's a good experience, you know, getting, a, getting the live sports books. So. Yes. Hell oh, yeah.
1: So, now we are on to week nine of the NFL. Um, we have a game tonight. It is the Arizona Cardinals hosting the San Francisco 49ers. I use spreads that I saw two days ago. That way, we can all be on the same level playing field. And we don't let the weekend, you know, kind of wonky them up too much. Um, sometimes it benefits us because, you know, like like it was three and a half whenever you guys saw the Falcons game, and then you know, like
0: Matt Ryan got, you know, this- Matt Ryan
1: is officially labeled out now. It jumps up to seven. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it helps us out and hurts us no matter what.
0: I use- Yeah, at that point, you take it, and if things move, things move, and hey, you can take it as it is, but this is... This is why Sharps
1: put in bets early in the week. Like,
0: where it's at, this is where we're at.
1: This is where we're at. Um, The spread for this one tonight is San Francisco minus 10, which is about where I would expect it to be at. Thursday night game, um, it's in Arizona, so they have a, a, a good advantage, but it's not humongous like the last Thursday night game was. Um, I'm going to buy back a half point because that, I'm a pussy like that and I'm going to say 10 and a half to actually protect me against the, the field goal and the Close.
0: touchdown. Okay. And you are taking the... Cardinals. So, the Cardinals plus... Okay. Cardinals plus I, I agree with you. Like, I think this is going to be a very low scoring game. Mm-hmm. San Francisco defense is really good. San Francisco's offense hasn't been like... Like granted... Tem- it, hasn't been as, had, it hasn't been as good as
1: it should be Tevin Coleman
0: had those like four touchdowns and they just ran it up on Carolina but that's like Jimmy Rapolo, like if you look deep down in the numbers, he, he's had an okay season, but they haven't been putting up a whole lot. I think this game stays pretty low, uh, stays pretty tight. And uh, yeah, I'll take Arizona. Covering the spread. Losing, covering the spread.
1: Yeah, I am the absolute same thing. Um, Penland gave us some sort of.
0: I think he likes the under. He really likes he's not, the under. No, he, he, the, a,
1: the under is a moral lock to him. Let me see if I can find like what 42, he said.
0: 42,
1: yeah, forty-three and a half, which is higher than it was last week. Uh, teams are a little bit better that are playing, but I think that the soupy kind of Thursday night game is always an under look. So here it is: double-digit home dogs have seen the under go twenty-nine and four in the last thirty-four games, and it's cashed out that we've done all four games this season. So it's four zero this season on d- double-digit home dogs. Um, last. They were, in, yeah, they were in Washington last last Thursday, so that, that, that out was one right there. Um, he says the 49ers defense should be able to contain the Cards offense and they should run the ball all over them. And what I liked about last week is that both teams were run first team, so the under really spells good for that. And um, the fact that Kyler Murray has been rushing more in his last three or four games is really good for that because now they, they're going to be missing David Johnson and um, Chase Edmonds. But um, the they can. now? They, they 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 trade for Kenny Drake, and then the kid that was off the practice squad, the third stringer that played last week wasn't bad either.
0: Yeah. No. I mean,
1: so plus ten, even even plus ten, even if you can't buy the half point, I think plus ten is a good take.
0: I think the only way that San Francisco covers the ten or it goes over is if San Francisco gets a couple defensive special teams touchdowns.
1: And and honestly, that the, they probably will. But Thursday night, I think the quality of play is a little bit worse, so I'm willing to kind of sacrifice a little bit of that for the, for the under. Yeah. Um, we, have, we have a London game. Um, I'm not quite sure. if this, Is this one in Tottenham or Wembley or what?
0: Uh, I don't in know. England. It's just it's, – it, it, it's, it, it's, in, it's in the U.K.
1: somewhere is what we know. It's uh, early
0: in the morning on yeah. the East Coast, so early, early in the morning. On
1: 9.30, the Coast. yeah. Um, so Houston is two-and-a-half points favorites over Jacksonville, who's been kind of hot lately. Um Overrunners at forty six and a half. I'm just going to go ahead and ride Houston minus two and a half because they kind of got beat, kind of odd by the spread last week. So I think I'm going to take Houston right here minus two and a half. protecting against the field goal.
0: I'm going to go Jacksonville. Uh, I um, I think it's going to be a close game. Those London games are always screwy.
1: They are screw- really like like a Thursday night game on Steerwoods. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so you know I can see something weird happening. I don't like I can see a one point game like uh, uh-huh. Houston just barely kind of down by one game winning drive. Yep. I think we'll. Fuller being out still, like, they have Kiki Cutie, and, like, they have, but Wolf Ferler was an offensive deep threat. Then mm. they'll lose. Hopkins is going to do his thing, but, you know, like, I turn the page on Minshew. Like, I like his uh, uncle Rico, he's he's Rico Swag. Like, let's, let's go with it.
1: He's here. He's here, and he's not queer. We yeah. like it. Um I agree this will be a close game no matter what. I think it will be within a touchdown. I think a... Mm, it, it's going to have to be a full field goal for Houston to hit for me to win. And if I had to guess, I would say that this is going to be an over at forty six and a half because Minshew is starting to find real red zone footing. His knock early in the year was that he wasn't able to convert in the red zone, but he is now. DJ
0: Chark, man. He's been legit.
1: Baby Chark. Doo, 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 doo. Baby Chark. He's, um, I think, third or fourth in the league right now in receiving yards. Like he, uh, he's, he's, he he's up there now. I really like what he's, he's doing. Uh,
0: he's... His Minshew's number
1: one threat in the red zone. Yep, and um, I also like um, having Josh Lambo on my fantasy team because that is the most sure taker. Because even a lot of the times Jacksonville can't punch it in, so I, I, I'm digging those three and four point field goals. No,
0: oh, yeah, I mean it'll be. I, I hope it's. I think it's going to be a good game. Me too. You know, I'm just. I'm just riding, riding <laughs> the mustache.
1: <laughs> um, we got Washington Buffalo. Um, Washington is plus nine and a half at Buffalo. Um, one thing that that makes me want to take Washington plus nine and a half, which I am, I think, on the, on the pick them, is uh, the fact that Buffalo really can't nail the coffin in on, on anybody. They they will allow anyone to be in any game. They'll, they'll win. They're they're a really good team, in my opinion. I had them picked it as a playoff team, and everybody laughed at me, kind of like the same thing they did. in the 49ers. <laughs> I did laugh at you. Yeah. It, it, but I, I think Buffalo is still a really good team, but they just can't put anybody away. So for that reason, I'm just going to take Washington plus nine and a half. I just
0: have no fucking idea what type of Washington is going to come in. Me
1: neither. Like
0: – it could be the AP
1: that we see that hits 25 rushes, 110 with a touchdown. And, you know, like I their defense actually plays like their defense is as good at playing or they just kind of roll over on Bill Callahan and just kind of don't show up.
0: Bill's got a good defense, I think. I, I'm going with the Bills. I like the Bills. I think. Is Dwayne Haskins actually going to start, or is I don't that, think so. Okay. I think I,
1: I I think that that project has been delayed. Because if he was started, time.
0: I would take Bills minus nine and a half, a hundred percent. He didn't look good in the, he, in he the, the
1: snaps he's played.
0: Which is funny because you would think McLaurin, who's been awesome for the... scary
1: Terry, uh,
0: the real scary dude, Terry. He's been he's been balling out with Keenum, and not as much with his college quarterback, which is always which is interesting. It's odd, he, like. Crazy, back-to-back, uh, DJ Chark, Terry McLaurin. Those are working wide receivers mm-hmm. have normally not done very well in the NFL. And I know you're,
1: you're going to relish the, the talk about DK Metcalf as well.
0: Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll stop teasing me. Um a teaser. But yeah, so I'm going to take the Bills. I really, I was high at Josh Allen in the year. Me too. I, just, I love him. I, I, I just want Redskins just to bottom out so fucking bad. So I'm just going to ride with it.
1: All right. Um... I I think this is 100% that the Redskins will lose this game, but I think that they're going to cover the 9.5. If if you were somewhere where you actually had a lot of money on this game, buy the full point and get 10.5. I'm a pussy like that. Sacrifice 60 points of odds to get the real protection. I mean, like Brad always says, you you may not need it, but what's what's the argument about about guns? Better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. There you go. Tennessee's at Carolina. The spread's a little bit smaller than I thought it would, but maybe they're buying a lot into Carolina's big loss last week. Tennessee is plus four. Carolina's minus four. Um, it's uh, at Carolina, right? It's at Carolina. I'm going to take Tennessee plus four, and then the over-under's at 41.5. I'd be willing to bet that that over's going to hit. Newton's still up,
0: correct? It's Kyle Allen. Do you know? Okay. Um, I'm going to go Carolina. I think, they, I, I, I think San Francisco is an actual legit team. Everybody is saying, like, "Oh, they haven't won anybody. They haven't beaten anybody.
1: Beat more uh, people than Patriots have." I
0: think. I think they they're legit, and I think Carolina. No, they're legit. I think Carolina is a better team. I think Christian McCaffrey's going to run all over the Titans, and I don't think Tennessee. Like Tennessee, to me, I hate betting
1: on against Tennessee because you just never know which team you're going to get, and like it, it seems like it's the Truman Show. Every time that I bet them, they they want to fuck up. But every time I fade them, they come out firing. Yeah, us seems the
0: fucks you. Um, I'm going to go with Carolina though.
1: Oh. Okay. Chicago, Chicago at Philadelphia, which at the beginning of the season would have been a premier game, but both these teams have kind of fallen. Chicago's fallen farther than Philadelphia has. Philadelphia second in the NFC East. They won last week, which was really good for their season, but a lot of the injuries they have, I'm not quite sure if they're going to be able to succumb, overcome them and get to the playoffs. Um, I'm going to take Philadelphia minus the 5.5, even though I, I hate to take that against a team like Chicago that we know can play well. Yeah. But – and the thing is, I'm not even, like, out on Trubisky yet. Like, Trubisky, I know he had one of the worst full seasons of all time his rookie year. But he, with the right babysitting and the right play calling, he can be serviceable. He can be okay.
0: Well, And the thing is, too, is if, you, like, last week they actually utilized David Montgomery in a good way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, are they going to do that again? Or is it just going to, like, go back to fucking throwing Trubisky? And, like, that is just, like... Whatever I whatever the over under
1: is on balls thrown out of bounds, <laughs> take the over, dude, because Trubisky loves to waste balls.
0: Hey, um, I mean, I'm going to take Eagles. I I think getting Goddard back is going to help them with Ertz and Goddard. I think mm-hmm. that that was a big pickup back then. Mm-hmm. I think they realize at the point they're just like one team in the NFC East. NFC East needs to actually fucking do something, mm-hmm. and I think the Eagles are the one to do it.
1: I think the Cowboys are. I think the Cowboys are a better team than the Eagles, but the Eagles have more experience and they're more grindy, and I like their overall team build better. Yeah. Um, New York Jets at Miami, which is going to be. I'm surprised. I mean, <laughs> I'm surprised the spread isn't a little bit bigger. I mean, the, the Jets are actually a decent team despite all you know all their fuck ups. Um, if if Darnold hadn't gotten mono. We may be looking at a different season. They wouldn't have to start Luke Fall for three straight games.
0: Halloween came a couple weeks earlier because he was saying
1: ghosts. <laughs> I,
0: I waited the whole hour to say I'm, that. I'm glad you did because I had no idea you were going to
1: say that. That is hilarious. Oh, oh you're my God. Sorry. Brad Mecham, you the are the out of here. Hey, all right, Brad, we'll see you, buddy, even though this is your apartment. Um, the spreads, The spread's minus three. Um, there's no way that Donald can see ghosts this Sunday because Miami, even though they get keep to leave, like I'm not sure that he'll even play. I mean, they
0: have ghosts out on the field because the balls because, just go right through them to the receivers. The, yeah,
1: and the players are ghosts. I don't think they're bad, I think they're more Caspers. They're 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 more.
0: Jet, yeah, Jets all the way. They're they're riding as high.
1: Um, yeah, if, if if it was like plus, it was like nine and a half or seven and a half, you might could kind of maybe try to convince me, but three. Nah, Jets are going to win this game by three or more.
0: This is a get-right game. I think the only thing that I could see Miami maybe having anything to do with it is because all the, the Jamal Adams and Le'Veon Bell and Robbie Anderson are all getting talked about traded, and mm-hmm. maybe someone's a little butthurt that, about that. You see, Gates came
1: out and said that stuff wasn't true. and 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 like you said earlier, we'll never know about stuff like this, but... I don't see why you would try to shop these guys because, because, because your momentum is going up and you want to hold on to these guys for about two or three years to see if you can build a team around them. Of course, I'll never know. They'll never know. Nobody will ever know. I, I would like to not think that they were actually actively shopping him. Maybe they – and then I think people see a fundamental difference or like to see a fundamental difference in shopping somebody and, field, and fielding calls. Pill. I, you could call me about Aaron Donald, and I and I would listen to you, and I'd hang up the phone as soon as you didn't meet my expectations. Yeah. But I would still answer that. I mean, to not listen to a phone call is just dumb. Right? Well,
0: it's like it's like in fantasy, you know, and you know, if you are the type of person that like these, per- this person is untradeable, then that's that's stupid. Like if somebody gives you, you could the,
1: give me something to trade everybody. Yeah,
0: exactly. You give me the right price, and everybody is an asset that's to be traded. You know, it's but. I have a very, very, very high price for that. Whether or not you
1: meet it is one thing, but I'll listen to what you have to say. Like
0: exactly, I think
1: I think Jamal Adams kind of overreacted to this, and this is if you if you talk to baseball players, they know it better than anybody. I think. To have your name fielded in a phone call is not that big of a deal, and I know it's different sports, but this is all it, professional.
0: Somebody's interested you, good. You,
1: they, you should. You should take it as a compliment, right? Yeah. Like you should kind of be like, oh so damn, if well, somebody, if I got buzz. About, huh? if somebody buzzed me up about me.
0: I'd be like,
1: hell yeah. It's, it's same like if you have a girlfriend, and then someone's like, damn, I'm kind of sad that he has a girlfriend now because so I was looking at dating him. You know, it's like, damn, I take it as a compliment. You know, I like, don't get offended that, that hey. they didn't ask you before. It's like, damn, like just be a, that you're on the market and you're hot. Um, I agree with you. Jets minus three is almost a moral lock. I think that is the probably play of the week. I like it. Oh. Um, Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. I have it as a pick. I don't know if I read that wrong, but I, I would like to say that Indianapolis probably had minus five on them. But to me, on, on my bookie, whatever I looked at, it was, it was a straight pick. I, I got
0: them. Um, they opened at uh, Indy minus one and a half. So. So, so know, that's probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. That's, that's probably Right.
0: I like Indy. Me too. Um, I love Indy. Yeah. You know, I think
1: there's no way that Mason Rudolph leads. I, I know it's a home game for P- Pittsburgh, and I know the bookies like to evaluate Pittsburgh home advantage at a, a clip higher than a few other teams in the league, and they're probably one of the better home field teams in the league. But Indy pick to me is, just like I said, one of the, one of the picks of the week to me. Oh, no, I, I like 42-and-a-half is a bit weird. Um, if, the, if Pittsburgh can hold up their end of the bargain, scoring-wise, I think this will go over.
0: Um... It's gonna be right around there. I, um, I think Indy's game plan is gonna give it to Mac, run the clock. Um, Pittsburgh. Sure, Connor's forward. probably gonna be out. I don't know if Jalen Samuel is gonna be in. And he's kind of iffy right now. They have Baynell Snell too, so yeah, they
1: they won't be short on running backs. They
0: won't, but I think that not having your big in the passing game,
1: like James goal. Connor, is that's gonna hurt you.
0: And so I could see the under. I could see it. You're leaning you know, under. Yeah, I, I'm leaning under
1: kind okay. of – I can see mid-30s happening. Okay. I can get, I get, I get see that, but I, I think – out, out game. I think that because Pittsburgh had played Miami last week, they could experiment a little bit and see what works, see what doesn't. There's a lost season for them. Tomlin's not gone or anything, but you know, Big Ben's not coming back. Just yeah. let's, let's give it one more ride next season. I think that the over will – I think both teams will score, score over 20 points. If it's not 20, it'll be Pittsburgh 17 and then – Colts to have like 30 or 28 or 27. Something around there. I'm leaning over, and um, I'm glad you kind of went under. That way we can kind of battle that one out. Detroit at Oakland. um, I would like to think that the lines would be switched. I would like to say that Detroit would be minus two and Oakland would be plus two. I know Oakland's at home. Um,
0: I think it's because Detroit doesn't... Who's there running? It's like Ty Johnson or something?
1: Yeah, they have like two. There's Running backs hurt. It'll be him and Zach Jenner. Yeah,
0: Zach Jenner. I mean, yeah, some like coming out of the woodwork.
1: Yeah. So um, on here, I have Oakland minus two. Um, I know that Pittsburgh is or uh, Pittsburgh, I know that Detroit is really beat up. Yeah. Um. That that is kind of the reason that I'm going towards um Oakland. Okay. And Oakland's been playing some decent football lately. A little bit better than I expected. And of course, with Gruden, you expect good football to be played. Yeah. Just not this consistently. They've been in most of the games they've been involved in. Um, They're going to be missing Rodney Hudson. I heard that on the radio. That was the game that I was listening to coming back from Biloxi on Sunday. Um, Rodney Hudson will will be out for a considerable amount of time. And one more. I think they're guard, left guard maybe. Let me see if I can pull that one up. But I am going to – I think I'm going to shade – you should Oakland? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go for Oakland minus two. Minus two isn't, isn't that big of a number. It doesn't make me scared to take Oakland. Detroit is one of those teams that we don't know whether they're good or not, and they they they're, it differs from week to week. Yep. Um, I mean, oh, Andre James, their offensive tackle. I, I think he's a guard. It doesn't say on here, but I think he's going to be out. He says questionable on here, but from what I heard on the radio, it was a pretty bad injury.
0: I mean, I t- I'm taking Detroit. I... I'm not happy about it. Like I think, like like you said, it could go both ways. This is going
1: to be one of the harder games of the week. To it,
0: it's going to be this weird game. Like I can see it. It's plus or minus three either way. I just Detroit has one. Like they lot. Like they play up to their standard. Like a it, team that they play. Exactly. And so uh, I, I think uh, Kenny Galladay comes. Stafford Stafford comes, and you know they they have something. They, they this should be a,
1: this. I'll say this. This should be a win for Detroit. It should. But it's in Oakland for the last time. This well, is the last game they'll ever play in the Oakland Coliseum. So, you know, I, I'll
0: you – know, I, I, Given the
1: situation, I'm going to take Oakland.
0: What?
1: Right, for it. Um, Your team is playing Tampa Bay. It will be in Seattle. So,
0: so,
1: um, I got plus six and a half for Tampa Bay over here. Um, I'm a humongous pussy because kind of like what we just talked about, Seattle is a team, like Pete Carroll is, who – Plays kind of up and down the level of their competition. Pete Carroll loves to run the ball with uh, only up ten points. He likes to kind of mail it in, not not in a bad way, but kind of burn clock and play really conservatively. Um, I know it's six and a half, but I'm just gonna go Seattle money line. Just Seattle wins the game. That's that, that's all I can say.
0: I'm gonna take Seattle points. Okay, and I really like the over.
1: here. At least you predict against the, against the full touchdown.
0: I um like the thing is is I think last week when Seattle Seattle played Atlanta. They gotta let off the gas a little bit because mm-hmm. Atlanta's not a high scoring team. P. Carroll knows because dealing with Bruzarians in Arizona, he's gonna let them fling the ball. Yep. Yeah. And so it's gonna be one of those things where, like we need to keep scoring because Jameis w- and Jameis Winston and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they can put up points in one second. And our secondary, sure Seattle secondary, is not the Legion of Boom. They still have two of the best five linebackers in the league in KJ Wright and Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. And if you want, still have have, have have a good defense. If, if you want to come at me about that, just you, I'll give you my handle at the end. But KJ Red, Bobby Wagner, two mm-hmm. of the best five in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think P. Carroll that offense. Still Browner, right?
1: Don't you guys still have Browner too?
0: No, Browner, no. He went to the Patriots and won the Super Bowl against the Falcons. Brother Brown.
1: Okay. Hmm. You got the Griffin, me.
0: Griffin brothers. Oh yeah, seven.
1: yeah, yeah. You do got the the, the three arm um, Griffin brothers. But
0: I I know that, uh, fuck that. I, I feel that like, Seattle is going to keep riding up the score. Because they know that they can, Tampa
1: Bay can score an RP. Yeah, and Tampa Bay's defense has played a little bit better than we expected them to this year with the addition of Todd Bowles to their staff. But it still hasn't. They don't. They don't have the personnel yet. Um, Devin White was their big draft pick, and he's he, he's played pretty good. He they, they just have a problem with him getting missed assignments and not being in the right spot. He makes plays. They just need to get the playbook in his head first. Uh, I'm I'm too scared to go go points either way. I'm just going to go Seattle money line. I mean, I, know,
0: I I really like the over. What's the over on it again? 51.5, yeah, like
1: which is higher than normal, but these two teams should have put up plus 20 They're points guns, either guns
0: way. Because the thing is, is Jameis Winston is going to throw the ball even when he's down. Mm-hmm. Garbage Gar- Gar- time own, is Jameis
1: Winston's best friend. Kind
0: of sneaky, sneaky, sneaky defense pick for fantasy is going with Seattle defense. Going to give because up. even though he,
1: he he throws a lot of yards and throws a lot of scores, he's very mistake driven too.
0: And you will get a couple turnovers if one of them turns into a touchdown. boom, you have positive points. It against. was an eight point
1: game with with him in London against the Panthers. But too bad he had seven turnovers.
0: Yeah. And so and so he'll do that. Like he'll put up yards. They'll put up points. But in fantasy, in a standard scoring league, yards and points a game still put up twenty
1: eight points. But eight, those those takeaways are worth way more than points allowed are not worth it. No.
0: Worth a lot more, and especially if
1: one of them gets compared to a touchdown, which I think will probably happen. hmm Um, I agree with that. Cleveland is at Denver. Um, I think this is the ultimate bounce-back game for Cleveland. Cleveland minus three is an absolute lock here. Yep, I got that. I
0: agree
1: with um, the over under is really low at thirty-nine. Just because Cleveland will probably score so much, I think it's going to go over.
0: I mean, I think that over,
1: ten, over 10 or thirteen there. points from Denver could could mean that yeah. this yeah, game that, is Yeah, that
0: that over under is just is fucking Denver. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it is. If Denver can can hold up their end of the bargain, um, Green Bay at the L. A. Chargers. Chargers have been kind of a better version of the Falcons this year. Like we, they have all talent in the world and they have a good situation, but they just can't find a way to win.
0: They like the Falcons have just lost. The Chargers have gotten just wins stolen. from mm-hmm.
1: them. Yeah, no, their their point differential is like minus like fifteen or yep yeah. yeah, yeah, or plus fifteen because because they've they've lost more. But oh, it's ironic
0: because the Falcons just signed the uh, ex-Chargers kicker, Hung
1: Jae Woo. Yeah, um, Georgia State. Young, yeah, 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 Young Wei Koo, the legend of the Atlanta Legends of the AAF. <laughs> um, I think I think in terms of kickers, he was the most perfect kicker. He like he had the most kicks to be perfect in the AAF. A long time coming. Matt Bryant is old and washed up. i said this on this podcast a million times. I wish we would have never touched it, but yeah. that's a conversation for the Falcon season review at the end of the year. Yeah, we'll get to that. New England at Baltimore.
0: Wait,
1: wait, wait. Are you Green Bay or Chargers? Oh, 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 shit. I forgot. We didn't even get paid. Up. I'm Green Bay minus four. Okay, cool. I'm Green Bay minus four. Aaron Jones
0: going to go off. Devontae Adams. I hope he comes back because I have won a couple teams. Please come back. And
1: even, even if not, Aaron Rodgers will throw a back foot, one-handed, 360, no scope. To Jamal. Dude, dude, and and I swear he was throwing that ball away, right. but but he just put it in a spot to where maybe you could grab at it if he didn't get enough power he under. You no know worries, and
0: somebody did.
1: But that's the, but that's the thing. He'll say that he meant to do it because guess what? Now we'll never know. You know, like that's the smart thing to say. Hell yeah. Um, Green Bay minus four over over unders at forty seven. Um, I'm not going to touch that. That's right in the middle to where I don't want it to be. New England is at Baltimore. This is probably the game of the week to me. New England-Baltimore. New England's minus four, which is probably the closest game they'll have played all season. This is probably their toughest opponent they'll have played all season. Um, even though it's only minus four, the money line's at minus 215, and I feel like a pussy for taking it, but I'm going to. These points are right in between. Baltimore has a shot of winning this game, so at plus 70, that's awesome value. But I'm just going to go Patriots-Money line, road to 8-0. I think they're going to have problems, but it's going to take them a drive or two at the end to do it.
0: I think uh, New England's going to get a end-of-the-game touchdown, win it. I'm going to take them cover
1: Yeah, because if they do get the end-of-the-game touchdown, it, the four will hit. But I don't want it to be like a field goal and then just get beat so badly. I'll, I'll, I'll just take my win where I can get it. That's Dallas is at the New York Giants. Ooh, uh, this Monday is the Monday, Monday night week. game. We have one more game that is a late spread that I had to fit in there, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, Dallas is minus seven against the New York Giants. I'm sure it's probably beveled out as the week will go on to six, six and a half, something like that. But I'm going to take Dallas minus six and a half, of me buying the half point. Let's go, Except Daniel Jones. Touchdown. Let's
0: go, Daniel Jones. Saquon's back. He's got a couple weeks to kind of get his head in. And, and
1: he's looked really good he in the last back two weeks. To.
0: But he fucking did you see that clip? of Put yours? him into the turf. Boom!
1: Put him into the fuck down. This is a game. Move, get bitch! In. Get out of the way.
0: I love it. I love it. I love Saquon. Um, the Giants last year for me were one of those teams where I took them a lot to cover the spread. And
1: and and, and, and even me, me too this year. And, and and they win. They cover the spread a lot. They just can't win the ball games.
0: And so I'm taking the Giants covering the spread.
1: Giant spread killers. Honestly, I love it. You might convince me to change this before Sunday <laughs> oh. I honestly like that um minnesota and kansas city is a one o'clock game on sunday the spread kind of has been wishy-washy like even like two days ago i couldn't get one on espn but i could on a random do you think whatever it's book Patrick Mahomes? it is it is 100 so same we do, thing with the falcons last week why
0: do we do this let's um let's play let's
1: do if if he is playing and if if he's, he's not yeah, exactly okay let's say that he's not playing first um the spread will rise of course you know what? No, no. He, he's playing right now in our heads. He's playing. The spread's at three and a half. Minnesota minus three and a half. I yeah. still take... I, 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 even, even if he plays, I still take Minnesota minus three and a half. Would you take Pickham? Pickham.
0: Minnesota or KC if Mahomes Minnesota. is playing? Okay. I agree with you.
1: Minnesota. Okay. I, 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 I'm I low-key like a Minnesota Vikings fan this year. I really like the way their team is built. I wish their defense could have played as well as they could have three years ago now. They can't. These guys have gotten older. Anthony Barr's older. Sendejo's older. Yeah. But... Now that they have Dalvin Cook in this rhythm, and now that he's able to run for bulk yards and bulk carries, Look back at my I think. Season
0: podcast when I said Dalvin Cook was gonna go off. <laughs>
1: they, they they are a near unbeatable team to me.
0: Well, and now that Kirk Diggs, is playing well, Seton Diggs is finally like they figured out. Yeah, well, the like, yep. shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I, Adam Thielen should be back this week. He will be. And no, I I like I I like I've, I've liked Minnesota. Mahomes was playing. I like Mah- Mah- Minnesota, even Mahomes
1: not playing. Let's uh, let's say the Mahomes is like a Friday night decision, and the spread jumps all the way to, Mi- to Minnesota plus one or Minnesota plus two, and, and and they try to make Kansas City the favorites. I'll still take Minnesota to win. Oh yeah, no, even with
0: even with Mahomes playing, like, uh, I'll I'll take Minnesota. I'll take Minnesota money line. I'll, I'll take Minnesota money money
1: on line. either way. Yeah, yeah, I, like I, I agree 100% with you. Um, I think their defense is still really good. I love Mike Zimmer. I love the way he calls football games. He's one of those guys who may not know X's and O's the best, but he knows flows of games, and he's a good decision maker. He's a good go for it, kick it, fourth down, no, duh, 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 duh. He's, he's good like that. So, I think that Minnesota wins it either way. I
0: like
1: it. Um, this is going to be a great week of football. These games are a little bit trappy, kind of the same as last week. There's nothing that's really too – there's only two games that I see that are gimmies.
0: I think there are a few that we we're just kind of like, ah, I don't know, but there were a few that were like, yep. I yeah, 100%. And
1: that's why we were able to go so quick through them.
0: And that's kind of, and that's kind of where, where it's at. You know? It's like if you have to pick 16 games and bet on them, it's like, yeah, there are definitely some. But it's like find a few that you like
1: and roll with those. Roll and with have some them. Fun. So, Brad Brad Meekum, we are right at an hour and two or three minutes. So, go ahead and throw us your handles. People can hate on you for the. You guys want to uh, hate on me on KJ Ragner, Bobby
0: Wagner, at MadBrad, M A D B R A E, 171. That's uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So, hit me up. Tell me what you think. I'm on the podcast. Eh, Whatever. Fuck all y'all.
1: Yeah, fuck them. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Cohen Hughes. Like you already know, you can find me on Instagram at Cohen underscore Hughes. Uh, but I don't do Twitter because I'm too dangerous. I'll say something to get me in trouble, like I have in the past. Um, Got to keep it clean. Well, not clean. Professionally, yeah, yeah, at least not <laughs> just fucking degenerate. Which this is the podcast of that, so maybe I'm a hypocrite. That's so I keep it to closed groups. Closed groups, Snapchat, Facebook groups, keep everything inside the corral. But uh, you can find me on. Facebook Cohen Hughes, search that. You can join the um, group that we have going, Daily Degenerate Shit Sports Talk, whatever the hell the name is. Hit, hit me up and we'll see you an invite. It's uh, not for the faint of heart. Um, podcast is at TDD Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow. Tell it. us what's up. Um, hey, next, uh,
0: oh, sorry. Continue. next
1: week we're gonna do we're gonna check in with our NFL prop bets and our season preview. Let's get it.
0: Um, hey, if you guys are going out tonight, if you guys hear this, be safe. If you Please be it, safe. If you I, I, Halloween
1: is like the most deadly night. If like, you hear it tomorrow,
0: I hope you're not in jail.
1: God, <laughs> if, and, and if you hear this in, in jail, send me send me a picture. Because if you yeah. like, smuggle a phone in or put it in your ass or something, then you are a true degenerate. And we'll I'll, give you a shout out. I'll I'll pay your rent next month. If if you're listening to this podcast in jail, I'll pay your rent, which zero dollars. But you,
0: know. there you
1: guys, whatever. This has been episode 114. You get the picture. You know what the fuck it is. Be safe tonight. Enjoy yourselves. Dress up in costumes. Do your thing. We love you. We thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoy yourself. Appreciate it. See y'all.